Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have you joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday here on Sky Sports Radio. Looking forward to a busy night of harness racing out of Penrith this evening. Eight races there, the first getting underway at 6.12 before we roll along to both Wagga and Maitland tomorrow. As mentioned on yesterday morning's show, Maitland with heats of their intercity pace, three in total ahead of that $25,000 final uh, next Saturday evening on the 30th of December. Uh, New Year's Eve, Eve, so to speak, is when the intercity pace will be staged. And this Saturday night uh, for our card of harness racing uh, in New South Wales, we're waiting for it to come up in front of me exactly where we're heading. We're off to Newcastle, but uh, we're still awaiting fields to come through there. They should be available uh, a little later this afternoon with nominations extended. So fields for Newcastle this Saturday night, uh, a little later on this afternoon. If you're looking for Menangle, uh, they're having their annual uh, Christmas break. So we won't see Menangle back in action until uh, the 6th of January. So no racing at Harness Headquarters between now and then. As mentioned, though, we are off to Penrith tonight. We had Bathurst last night and it was a pretty tough night at the office as well uh, for favourite backers. There were a lot of rough results, including the kick off the night. The Rogue I Am at $61. And to close out the card, Huda at $51. There was only the one favourite successful on that 10 race card. So if you did manage to find a winner last night, you should well and truly be on the right side of the ledger. Let's try and find a winner tonight, though, to build the Christmas bank. And David Waite's having a great season particularly at Penrith, and he heads to uh, that track this evening with quite a few good hopes. I thought it was apt that we caught up with David to discuss them and his season so far, and he's been kind enough to join us this morning here on On The Pace. Good morning, David. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good morning, Brittany. How are you? Very well, thank you. Busy night tonight. We'll get into your runners very shortly, but you're having a, a super season. You've just ticked over in your career 630 victories, but... Over 50 of them have come this year. Clearly uh, your best year so far. You must be thrilled with how the team are going. Yeah, no, I've had a very good season this year, Brittany, yes, and uh, absolutely thrilled with how things are going and always looking for a few more horses to join the team. And the more you've got there, the more you can keep sort of turning them over with the handicapping system. And, yeah, I'm really enjoying it again at the moment. So hopefully uh, things can continue, Brittany. You've had a, a big year, as mentioned, and you mentioned the numbers. It, it seems as though you've got, uh, I guess, the biggest team around you you have in a little while. But one thing uh, I've noticed with your stable is you do a great job with those older horses that are able to go around each and every week, sometimes a, a couple of times a week, and they just seem to keep showing up. So they must be the, the type of horses that you like having around you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love the old horses. I love horses that uh, come to me with a few problems. We sort of get a lot of them type of horses. and uh, But realistically, you know, I mean, I'm happy to take any on that, just to give them a go for if people want to give me a go with them. Uh, a couple of those old horses have done an amazing job for us. Clement Sorrell's like part of the family and he's getting on a bit now. People want to keep knowing, asking me when I'm going to retire him, but he's, he's doing a good job and Old Rum Delight's done well for us. I think I've won eight for him, eight with him this season. And yeah, yeah, they just uh, they just keep bobbing up. They probably suit my training. I don't overdo them in track work, and we we do train them a little bit different to most people. And 
I think the old horses, they've been around, they know how to do it. We've just got to try and get their mind off off the bad things in the world and keep them focused a little bit and keep them fresh sort of thing, Britt, you know? I did want to touch on Clement Sorrell because he has been around for a long time. He's earned just shy of $300,000, but 30 victories for yourself and your team and one of them only coming a handful of starts ago. He's just an old marvel. He's a really good old horse. He's obviously not as fast as he probably was a few seasons ago, but he still can stick on pretty good. Uh, he's won two, two recently at, at down at Goulburn, and he seems to like Goulburn. He doesn't go as good at Menangle. I don't know whether it'll go a bit quick there for him, but goes all right on Goulburn. Won a lot of races at uh, at Penrith, and he's also won a lot at Canberra. He got horse of the year at Canberra probably... It was probably three seasons ago now, and I remember he won the Movember Cup at Canberra probably six years ago or something. Chris Geary drove him down there, so that's going back. But, yeah, we've had him a long time. He's he's very sound. He, he loves his racing, and uh, he's a smart old horse. He's he's like part of the family here, and, like, we, we treat them all pretty good here. We put a lot of attention into them. I've got a couple of people help me here with them, a couple of family members. My daughter's very, very good with them. She gives me a hand, and... Yeah, we get a little bit of hand off a few people, which you need, and that all helps. It just all helps putting a little bit extra time on them into them. We put a bit of poultice on their legs after they race and all that sort of thing. And, yeah, we we, we, we do spend a bit of time with them, Britt. Well, the old boy goes around in the last. We'll touch on him shortly tonight at Penrith. But you kick off in the opener with Radiant Amber. She's only had the two starts for you, and she hasn't been beaten all that far. I thought her first up run at Menanga was really good, and then last time out here at Penrith, she got to the line really strongly as well. So maybe she's flying under the radar a little bit. She's going to bob up pretty shortly. Yeah, now she went okay first run back at Menangle there. She was probably only beaten eight or nine metres, but worked home good. And then uh, I took her to Penrith a, a week or so later, and she actually injured herself on the float. She she rubbed the hip up in the truck there. She can be a little bit of a cranky old thing at times, and she took a bit of skin off the hip, and that required a little bit of, or like a week off. And then we then trialled her again, and then she trialled good over at Penrith, and then she ran a really good fourth last week. And, yeah, actually, I thought if she got carted up a bit further there to the turn, she may have nearly won last week, and... Yeah, look, she's got a better draw tonight. It doesn't always work out in their favour, but, you know, I, I actually thought if she could lead there tonight and just get an easy sort of run, I don't think she'll be far away, that's for sure. She, she's going pretty good. She's thrived at home here and just trained her out of a paddock and she enjoys that. And, yeah, let's hope she uh, she can get a forward spot tonight and she'll she'll go good. Yeah, she is a mare with gate speed when she's able to get a, a positive barrier draw. So that looks good tonight. And as you so often do, uh, you've got one of the best in the business, Cam Hart, aboard. He's partnered up with your team for quite some time now. So you don't lack anything in that department when your horses step out. Oh, no, definitely, Britt, definitely. Me and Cameron joined forces when he first came up from um, June E, going back probably four or five years now. And a lot of people didn't know who Cameron Hart was then, but I kept a bit of an eye on him coming up through the ranks and as I always do with the junior drivers coming through and I, I sort of rated him. I thought he's a, he's got a lot of talent and, yeah, me and Cameron have become... Yeah, we've sort of got a good combination going, but we've also become very good friends and I, I love Cameron. I, I, he's like a... he's like a, Well, actually, I treat him like a member of my family and, and not only Cameron there, I've got a couple other boys there. They do a massive job job for me. Will Rickson's done a really good job and 
you know, Davey Morris has done a good job when McElhenney, and then I also can call on Jack Callahan and Chris Geary and Josh Gallagher. There's, there's just so many good drivers out there, but Cameron is my number one choice when I can get him, but with all his success, he's, he's been a very busy boy, and but he still, he still sticks. He still comes with me to Canberra and them sort of things, and but he's definitely a, he's definitely a very, very good driver, very sharp driver, and that that really helps, you know. You, you've got to have good drivers going on them, and you've got to have these drivers going around often, so they can know their form and know their opposition and everything. And yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, he's a, he's definitely an asset to my stable, Cameron. That's for sure, Britt. Yeah, he certainly is, and as you mentioned, he he has stuck with you. Clearly, appreciating those early opportunities, so uh, that is a, a real positive for your team. Bell River Kid goes around in race number two. If we uh, put the finger on what went wrong last time out with that break because I, I guess it proved pretty costly in the end and it was a bit of a rare error from this guy but it was still a, a good run all in all uh, all things considered yeah no he did he went good he's got a little bit of gate speed bell river kid but he'd been getting balloted because his form had sort of tapered off but his form was probably better than it looked on paper and uh he, he crossed and led last week, and I thought he's probably got a bit of a hope, but he, 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 I still think he jumped something on the track there. Cameron looked at the video in the steward room, and he didn't appear to, but he's a funny horse, even at home here. He sometimes will just step over a mark on the track or whatever, but let's hope he doesn't do that again. But look, barrier six is very hard. He probably likes to lead. He probably likes to be a bit closer to the action, but that horse has actually got a bit of potential, and if he if he can't sort of get in there tonight, I still think he's... He won't be far off knocking another race or two off because he's he's about a 46 rider, which is good. And he, he, he's an honest little horse. I don't mind him. He's a very good trier. He's owned by a very good bunch of owners. And uh, But tonight it's very hard out in six, especially over the mile there at Penrith Brit, you know. Might be one to watch going forward, Bell River Kid. Then you've got a bit of a midnight break and uh, back into things in race number six with Playful Miss. She was a runner-up last time out. Another that's only a relatively recent addition to your team, but she's been ultra consistent. She was able to lead and win at Penrith not all that long ago, but I wouldn't expect her to be doing that from the inside of the second row tonight. So is she as dynamic off a helmet? Yeah, no, she, she's a lovely little sit and sprint mare. She ran second first up for us uh, from a three-fence pocket there at Penrith. A bit of pace was on that night. She came home pretty good and run second. And then I think she might have won the next week. And then she ran second last week. She went very good. She probably had every hope, but the horse that beat her went, went really good. And, uh, uh, you know, but, I mean, from that draw tonight, it's probably actually a good draw. And if there's a bit of pace on, she does follow the pace very good. And she's got a good little little sprint on her and she, she's done well for other trainers too the previous trainer that had her she was a good little mare for them and very very similar type of horse just likes not to do a lot of work early but to uh, i think she'll get a good run for i think it was she'll be three pegs if there's a bit of pace on i reckon she'll be she'll be finishing the top three she's thriving too that little mare she just trains out of a little yard here and i don't do a lot with her in between runs and she's actually a lovely little mare to get on with and uh she, she's very honest Britt, very honest she sure is, and she follows out Marywood Paul tonight, who is a horse who likes to race up on pace, so it could certainly work out quite well. And then you've got the three runners in the last, and I'm going to ask you to split them, which I'm sure is going to be hard to do, considering the likes of Rum Delight and Clement Cero, you've already mentioned as uh, horses that have been really great for your stable, but you haven't lucked out too well when it comes to barrier draw with these three runners, so who's the most likely to overcome it? It's, it's tough because there's not a real lot between them three. Even old Tiger Army, he still goes good. He's been pulling a bit hard his last couple of runs, but 
Last time Josh Gallagher drove him, it was the first time he drove him for me, and he had a nice trail, but he, he absolutely bolted in. But, like, barrier six is hard. I don't know. Look, I, I, Cameron's, Cameron's the main stable driver. He's on old Clement, but that was more by... I, I, I think he could have gone on either three because I think the three of them have got a chance, but obviously the two off the back line are going to rely on a fair bit of pace on up front. But, look, the three of them there, they're very honest horses. They're all in good nick. They're all going good. So, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I, I could get the winner there. I just need to try, uh, say a prayer and find out which one's got the best luck, I guess, you know. Yeah, a couple of ordinary barrier draws to close out the night, but they do look the class runners of the race, all things being equal. You start off the card with a bit of a mixed bag of barrier draws. Probably don't have the best of luck in that respect tonight, but if I was asked, if I was going to ask you who the best of your hopes heading to Penrith tonight was, can you highlight one? Probably. Look, I, I, I'm pretty confident Radiant Amber will run a really good race, and probably each way for playful miss. I, I just think from the draws and the way the races will pan out, I, I don't think either of them two mares will be far from the action, that's for sure. But I, I'd say them two probably only based on where I think they may end up in the run. You know what I mean? All right, so we can start off the night with race one, number three, Radiant Amber, and follow up with race six, number seven, Playful Miss. Hopefully they both find the marker lines, which we know is so important around Penrith. Really appreciate your time this morning, David. Best of luck tonight, particularly at Penrith, and well done on a great season so far. Long may it continue. Here's hoping maybe a few more of those horses make their way into the stable, as you mentioned, in 2024 can be even better. Merry Christmas, and again, thanks for your help this morning. No, that's fine, Britt. I appreciate the time and uh, Merry Christmas to everyone at 2KY and also to all the listeners. That's that's lovely. Thanks for having me on. David Waite joining us this morning uh, here for On The Pace to chat through his runners at Penrith this evening. And he's having a great season, over 50 winners. Uh, these horses are horses that we can follow each and every week because they bob up and are super competitive. So just again, the two that he's mentioned, race one, number three, Radiant Amber, and race six, number seven, Playful Miss, his best hopes on tonight's eight race that are out of Penrith with the first getting underway at 6.12. That's me for On The Pace on this Thursday and for uh, leading up to Christmas as well. I'll be back next Wednesday for On The Pace, but a very Merry Christmas to all that have tuned into On The Pace this year and we appreciate you joining us as well. Just note also uh, that Shirley Turnbull card of racing next Tuesday evening uh, is always an excellent night of harness racing, Boxing Day card and those fields will also be available a little later this afternoon. The Shirley Turnbull is always a great race and highly competitive. So we'll wait and see what the field shape looks like. And Brandon Cranborg will be aboard next Tuesday morning as well uh, for your Boxing Day fix of On The Pace, a half an hour showcase uh, show as well from 10.30 with BK previewing that card, no doubt. All right, that's On The Pace for this Thursday. Plenty more of Sky Sports Radio's content upcoming on the other side of this break.